like that. I'm a very confident front runner for Caddy for 33 years, 145 wins now, and that's the best win I've ever had. I have no idea what you have. I don't know. Um, how are we going to count all the shots? If you, I, I can't keep track. I don't think he's pleased. Of course, well, that's, a, that's a particularly stupid question. If they are open, of course, we want to play at the weekend. You're welcome along, everyone. USPGA 2021 is upon us, the second major of the year. We are at the Ocean Course at Kiowa Island, South Carolina. The Dream Team has assembled. Fionn Davenport, hello. Joseph. Peter Laurie, hello to you. Hello, Joe. Nathan Murphy, what's going on? Hey, Joe. So, uh, Kiowa, Ocean Course, we're excited about this. Well, I certainly am. I'll tell you a few reasons I'm excited about this. Let me just lay this out for you. So... How often when we're talking USPGA or even US majors, do we ever talk about the weather? I feel like when we're previewing a lot of USPGAs or even US Opens, we're talking about things like the rough and there's a social media video from a caddy and oh my God, this rough is so long and it's a little bit boring. Whereas this course, the major defense is the wind. It's also getting up on 8,000 yards, long Pete die design, obviously for the 91 Ryder Cup. It's generally in the top 25 North American courses. Uh, so this is the longest in history, the 456 majors in golf. This is the longest course ever. And needless to say, all the other top five are all in the last uh, decade as well. So Aaron Hills, Chambers Bay, Hazeltine, all there with uh, Kiowa. Uh, Paul McGinley was making a point here about this course. He was uh, saying there's a European feel to this course, partly because of things like the wind. He was remembering the 97 World Cup when he and Podrick Harrington won. And he said six of the top seven teams were all European. USA team finished third. And lads, I had a look back. I know nine years is an eternity in golf, but just out of interest, I had a good look back at the 2012 leaderboard. Rory's a freak on 13 under, as we know. But it's Rory on 13 under. It's David Lynn of England second. Joint third, we have Keegan Bradley, Carl Pedersen, Ian Poulter, Justin Rose. Seventh, we have Blake Adams, Jamie Donaldson, Peter Hansen. So in effect here, in the top seven of this major, we had three Englishmen, a Welshman, a Northern Irishman, two Swedes, and then three US players, Keegan Bradley, Blake Adams, Steve Stricker. Now, I'll be honest, Peter, if Rory hadn't trenched that field and wasn't there, look, Justin Rose, obviously a good player, Ian Poulter, good player, lots of good players there, Keegan Bradley, a major winner. But I'd be looking at it if Rory hadn't been there saying, I'm not sure this has identified the best players. That's an odd leaderboard. I would agree with you. Uh, I think that result got Peter Hansen on the Ryder Cup. Um, are very, very close to it. Um, but yeah, David Lynn came out of really, I wouldn't say nowhere, but it was his best ever finish. Um, 800 and something thousand that he won for it. Um, but you're right. It, 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 and I would agree with Paul. It, it's very much a European style golf course. Um, it's going to be windy. It doesn't play as linksy as this as it possibly should, but it's also the greens are going to be a whole lot slower than where the guys are going to be accustomed to, you know, playing in their normal, um, you know, tour events. The greens are always lightning fast. They can't get them that quickly in Kiowa because balls will blow off the greens. So um, you definitely keep an eye on the Europeans this week. Mm. I saw it described in a lot of places as a Lynx style golf course, as opposed to out and out Lynx. One of the points people made is that it has Paspalum grass, 
Thank you very much, which is much stickier than the grass, say, on a Lynx, as we would know it over here in the UK. So those bump and run shots aren't as easy on that grass, basically, was the point, Peter. You're right. It, it doesn't play like a Lynx at all. Um, so you, you're not going to be able to run the ball in and you're not going to be able to run the ball up banks and stuff like that. You have to kind of, a, it'll be a bump into the bank, maybe, to get the ball to pop up. So um, a little bit different style. Um, but um, Kiowa has given um, some great results. Like think back to the Ryder Cup that was played there. You know, it all came down to the one putt uh, of Bernard Langer. So, mm. Nathan, I wanted to ask you, 2012 when Rory was there, I vividly remember like uh, trying to get a laptop to get an illegal stream in the house I was staying in with Ken Early at the Olympics and getting like the last hour or two of Rory McIlroy's uh, amazing win. So we were both there for our respective radio stations at the time and trying to cover the Olympics. So I, I, like, I don't remember it well. I just didn't get to see much of it. I didn't have the channels in the house. I felt like, oh my God, I've missed, you know, one of the great golfing spectacles. I saw like the last hour of Rory's procession. I, I, I suspect you must have been in a similar boat. Would you have strong memories of nine years ago? No, I was wondering the exact same thing because I watched back the final round and so many of other his other victories through the years, I can remember exactly where I was. Uh, his first US Open, I remember playing golf out in Westminster that day on the Friday and rushing home to see him because you're looking at what he was doing on the, on the front nine and like that's the power of McElroy, that these are moments that stick with you. And I was wondering the exact, why have I no memory? And then you got to remember actually where the PGA used to take place. <laughs> in August it was the what was it Glory's last shot uh, so I was the same I was at the Olympics so there was so much going on uh, at that stage it was very hard to keep track of everything I think on the Sunday night I'd gone to see Blur at Hyde Park for a closing ceremony concert probably trying to track it on my phone but when you're not watching it live it doesn't stick with you no matter what the importance of it is but like when you look at the record of the Europeans, I think it was the European, European golf's greatest ever major in the US. When you look at the amount of Europeans that finished inside the top 10. And it's interesting as well when you're talking about being the longest course uh, in major history. Like when you look at, because it was long in 2012 as well. Like you look mm. at some of those names, Peter. Like Poulter's there. Steve Stricker's there. I don't remember Peter Hansen being an absolute bomber. It, 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 aside from Rory destroying the field. And listen, maybe Rory destroying the field changes the rest of the leaderboard because people aren't in contention and their heads drop earlier. But it doesn't look as though it's just going to be a bomber's paradise. No, well, par is your friend and this kind of golf course. Like five under, David Lynn finished second, um, which is for a major is unusual. Um, you know, Rory was 13, wasn't he 13 under? If I remember rightly, mm -hmm. I, I wrote it down this morning. Yeah. Um, and five under seconds. So it's a golf course, as you say, uh, low scoring is not going to be there. It's wow. going to be a, 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 a year for get the ball on the green as best as you can to put, get out of there, pick up your odd shot here and there. Well, I was watching an interview with one of the people who works there and he was saying that what people always say about Kiwi when they come off is, God, I can't wait to play it again next year, but I don't want to play it tomorrow. I mean, it's so uh, tough. Second round, when the wind got up in 2012, 74-75 was a really good score, is the other point to make. So, I mean, Rory was just a complete freak. Like, we could be looking at 5-6 under again. Fionn, do you remember 2012? Were you immersed in that? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I do. What I do remember more than anything else is, is that whilst we had certainly been given 
three years of exemplary driving and length by Rory, it really stood out on the day where I, I think as Nathan was saying, it's not like a bomber's course. I mean, it can be a bomber's course. I mean, 7,900 yards of length, you're going to need length to, to, to be in the mix. But it's not just that Rory could hit the ball long. It's that he had it on a string. And even in the wind, like he just, he didn't put it anywhere that he shouldn't have put the ball. And that really was the eight shot difference between him and David Lynn. And yeah, I think that was it. It was just this imperious performance. And at the time, there was a lot of talk of, oh, you know, Tiger at Pebble, Rory at Kiowa. This is the kind of dominate, you know, dominant performance that you expect from not just like great players, but outstanding champions that are, you know, that are head and shoulders above everyone else. There was an awful lot of that kind of hyperbole. Um, and in fairness, like, you know, what was it? His fourth major in five years. Like, I remember on the Sunday afterwards. No, it was, sorry to interrupt. It was his second. Sorry, his second major. Yeah, because that's right. After the, I rem, yeah, I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, because it's 2014 then. Sorry. It's, you got that sense on that Sunday with that performance that like, oh my, this guy is going to go on and do unbelievable stuff. Well, I do remember Brandel Chambly and he makes no apologies for it now. He was talking about Rory as Tiger. Yeah, he was. And his logic now is that in the last 100 years to win a major by eight shots is very rare. Only two players have done it more than once. Tiger and then Rory, because he had gone congressional and USPGA. So his argument was, at that stage, this was only comparable to Tiger Woods to win his first two majors by eight shots or more. Yeah. At 23 years of age, it was Jeez. scary. We must have thought we were kings of the world in Ireland that weekend, because um, like that's the Sunday night then. And so on the Thursday, Katie Taylor has just won gold. We're winning all these medals at the Olympics. We must have been, crikey, we must have thought we were... Glorious sports people going to dominate the next decade. That is the first 10 minutes of our PGA Championship preview on Golf Weekly. There is a full hour reading winning for you on otbsports.com forward slash Golf Weekly, where you'll also find some brilliant interviews with the likes of Shane Lowry and Parik Harrington. You'll also get access to this Sunday's Watch Along Party with the Lads and a Monday review pod coming straight at you after the tournament. otbsports.com forward slash Golf Weekly, where you can sign up for three ninety nine per month plus VAT. Right here in 